Psalm 66, for the chief musician, a song, a psalm. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing to the glory of his name. Offer glory and praise. I'm just going to stop there for a second. Normally I do read all the way through before making comments. But this psalm is written by Jewish people, as all of the psalms are. But it starts out by saying, make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. <laughs> Which would include the Philistines, the Moabites, the Edomites, the Ammonites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, all the others, the Syrians, you know, and the Syrians, Romans, Italians, Greeks, Persians, Iranians, you know. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Why would Jewish people who think that their God is the real God and they think that all the others don't matter, why would they suddenly be saying to all those people that don't believe in God, shout to God? Let's keep reading. <laughs> Tell God how awesome are your deeds. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies submit to you. All the earth will worship you. They will sing to you. They will sing to your name. Sailor. Come and see God's deeds. Awesome work on behalf of the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land and they went through the river on foot. We rejoiced in him. He rules by his might forever. His eyes watch the nations. Do not let the rebellious rise up against him. Selah. Praise our God, you peoples. Make the sound of his praise be heard. Who preserves our life among the living and does not allow our feet to be moved. For you, God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into prison. You laid a burden on our backs. You allowed men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us into a place of abundance. I will come into your temple with burnt offerings. I will pay my vows to you with my lips as promised, and my mouth spoke when I was in distress. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fat animals, the offerings of rams, and I will offer bulls with goats. Selah. Come and hear all you who fear God. I will declare what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth. He was extolled with my tongue. If I have cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But most certainly he has listened. He has heard the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not turned away from my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. This psalm um, is written by an Israelite, but it starts out by saying, make a joyful shout to God all the earth. So I posed you that question, why would an Israelite say to all those people out there, praise the Lord, tell of his great deeds? <laughs> and um, it turns out that it's the context to the psalm. Now, when we were going through um, the book of, you know, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, we went through the story of King Hezekiah, and there was a he was a king of Jerusalem. There was a period when the Assyrians were building an empire, and they marched on Jerusalem. It was a terrible, terrible moment, and the whole world, and by that I mean, you know, the whole, you know, the whole known world, the whole, you know, basically the nations around Israel at the time were terrified of these Assyrians. 
But what happened was the Lord performed an amazing miracle in Jerusalem and 185,000 Assyrian soldiers died in one night. So you can go back and watch our King Hezekiah videos. It was an incredible miracle. And um, archaeologists and historians, you know, they doubt that God could have done it. But they always say something like, it's, it's a mystifying how the Assyrian army suddenly came to nothing. <laughs> well, it's not mystifying when you know the Lord did, is, has the power and the ability, and it's written in plain scripture what he did. So what happened was the whole world of the time, you know, this is your Philistines, your Moabites, your Edomites, all these nations were terrified of the Assyrians. And they come down, they conquer, they come through Israel, conquering city after city after city. They get to Jerusalem, and that's where we have the King Hezekiah story. The Assyrians are overthrown and turfed out. 185,000 soldiers die in one night, and the king of Assyria slinks back to his own town of Nineveh, and in Nineveh he is assassinated. And the whole Assyrian threat, which was a threat to the whole world of the area, comes to an end. So... We have a snazzy song. <laughs> Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all the earth. In other words, look, Philistines, Moabites, Edomites, all of you, let's just thank God for what he has done. And so, you know, those people, they had their own, you know, religions and their own worship, but at the same time, they were very grateful, or they would have been, that this is what happened. And, um, it's hard to contextualise it, but you can imagine, you know, the end of World War II, you know, when Hitler was defeated and there's photos of, you know, dancing in the streets. People were so delirious with joy and enthusiasm, so happy that the war was over. Well, imagine that, but imagine people realising that God had done it. Now, God did bring World War II to an end. There's no doubt about it. The prayers of his people all over the world were so crucial but a lot of people don't recognize that connection. But here in the Bible story of Hezekiah, it was a clear connection. People recognized it. So we have a psalm. Make a joyful shout, everybody, <laughs> Gentiles included. And it says in verse 4, all the earth, in other, in other words, all the Gentiles will worship you. They will sing to your name. Sailor, think about that. Think about the fact that people who don't even follow you are praising you. Now that's that's really something. In verse 10, it says, you, God, tested us. You refined us as silver is refined, and that's true. When the Assyrian army came and surrounded Jerusalem, it was a test. It was a test of faith. We talked about King Hezekiah's faith back in those, those earlier chapters. God could have prevented it from happening, and um, but he didn't. He didn't prevent it. He allowed the test to go ahead, and they were tested. And it says in verse 10, you tested us, you have refined us as silver is refined. And the Lord allows us to go through tests because he wants us to be refined. It says in verse 12 that we went through fire and through water, but you brought us into a place of abundance. So deliverance. And then in verse 15, he starts saying, it, it kind of shifts from the big picture of what happened to now the, the writer of the psalm just talking about himself. He says, I'm going to offer you offerings. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. In verses 13, 14, 15, he says, I will, about five or six times, about all the things he's going to do. And um, I think what's happened here is they've just been delivered <laughs> from the threat. He's so happy he's written the song. 
and he's telling the Lord how grateful he is. And it's kind of like, I'm going to give you a big tithe this Sunday. <laughs> I'm going to give you an offering. I'm so grateful. Thank you for looking after me. This is what I'm going to do for you because you have been a blessing to me. And the last verse says, Blessed be the Lord who has not turned away from my prayer or nor his loving kindness from me. And I just have to say that we, you and I, we may not have lived through the Assyrian siege, but the Lord has delivered us just as mightily as he did the Israelites at the time. We've been delivered from sin, from death and hell, a far greater deliverance, and that is something to be grateful for. Lord, I thank you. And Lord, I thank you that all the nations will praise your name, not just back then, relieved at some temporary deliverance, but Lord, I thank you that nations now, every tribe and nation and tongue is coming to know you. So Lord, bless your people and bless your church and may the, the name of the Lord be honoured everywhere. Amen.